This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Pat, we're trying to, I mean, the, the Twins lost last night, and I don't know what the, like, the so the, the Giants run an opener out, and then they bring Sean Manaya in, who's a lefty, and and Manaya's been awful this year, by the way. Yes, he's a decent yes. starting pitcher. He's been awful. He, Of course, he looked like Sandy Koufax against the Twins last they night. They gave him $33 million or something mm-hmm. for two years, and he's been terrible. So yeah. you're right. And I get that the the batters, the twins, subbed in after, oh, my God, there's a lefty coming in, and we need to remove <laughs> half our line. I get that those guys reached base like four times, but what mental gymnastics do you have to do as an organization to pull Alex Kirloff after one at-bat because of a, a platoon changeup in the third inning? And uh, you knew that was happening. You knew the, the, you knew the guy was an opener, right? Yes, although I saw The Athletic reported that, well, the Twins saw Manaya throwing a 30-pitch bullpen session like three hours before the game, and they ruled him out because they saw him throwing a bullpen session. Oh, So they were were caught off guard. They were were caught off guard. So, uh, well, uh, yeah, still let Kirilov hit. Who cares? You know, let's say he's got a chance to get a hit off a left-hander. What do you want to take him out in the second inning for? I... It was panic because Obert gave it a given up four in the first, I suppose. He thought, we have to get out of him quick here and get back in the game. But, you know, let Manaya come in and walk somebody. And, you know, he's been all over the ballpark. He is, you know, yesterday he was, I don't think he walked anybody yesterday, but he's been, he's been brutal. And, uh, you know, this, Judd and I were talking about this yesterday. We've been beating up the bullpen, but the, the big problem continues to be they're not scoring any runs. You know, they don't get any hits. And, uh, yeah, it was stupid, though, to, to start changing. You know, let's, and let's let's make sure we get Willie Castro for it bats, too, right? What, he uh, took three third strikes and then swung at the other one. He was, Willie, Willie, they're not treating me fairly. A man with my reputation, how can they be calling these marginal strikes on me and calling me out? Uh yeah, it was a pathetic performance. But you're right. I don't know what Rocco was up to yesterday. That was a that was a definite panic because they were down four zero right off the bat. So I think what else they bet they hit for Kirilov and they hit for uh, who Julian. else right off Julian who? Julian yeah, Julian he didn't never get bat. No. He didn't get an at bat. What was that? So, He's yeah, got so, so like you're caught. You're caught so off guard. Now you've burned two players in the <laughs> yes, second inning. Right? And Julius. Julian's probably got the best chance to get a walk of anybody. He walks like the twice a game when he was playing on St. Paul. He's got a four hundred and something on base. Let him let Maya walk him for God's sakes. It, uh, 
it was uh, yeah i i don't know what he was doing it was uh it was uh i, I think maybe maybe the Maybe the baby got back from L.A. late and the baby left him, woke him, kept him awake all night crying. And, you know, maybe he just didn't get any sleep. And he was uh, he was not 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 at the top of his game. And he was he was not having clear, cogent thoughts. I don't know what it was, but it was stupid. Rocco, also, there's a report from Ken Rosenthal that uh, we don't know exactly what the terms of his contract are or maybe when it happened. But. Uh, it's now been reported he is extended through 2025. Now, I'm not even really – I'm not an anti-Rocco guy. No, I think, I'm Judd, not I think Judd's an anti-Rocco guy. <laughs> I'm not – no. no. You're I'm not anti-Rocco. Really anti. No, I get frustrated at times with him. I get frustrated with him. Yeah, yeah last night – yeah, he's – well, it, I don't think it's a big – so he got, what, a one-year extension basically or something? But do we really need to rush? So he, so the, twin, the Twins are 20 games under 500 the last three years. The two years before that, they had really good ball clubs, couldn't win a playoff game. I'm not saying he needs to be fired immediately, but no. does, do we need to make sure we rush to the to the lawyers to make sure he's locked up through 2025? I, I, yeah, this isn't like uh, this isn't like college football where we got so they re, they recruits want to know this. They recruits want to know he's he's going to be. We got to have PJ here for seven years because yeah. now in case we have COVID again, we might have extra years for these guys. So they have to know the coach is going to be here for seven years. Uh, otherwise, they won't uh, sign here. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that this isn't exactly that situation. I, I'm sure that uh, you know what. I, who knows what happens? Who, who? Why? Why do they do this? Why do any teams, pro teams, do this? I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. But, to be clear, I am not anti Rocco because I said last year that I don't even think that a lot of these decisions are his. Mm-hmm. Which is why, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody called down from upstairs though and said you got to don't no. let Julian have an at bat. <laughs> I know? agree with that. And and you know, what's really what's really maddening, Pat, is openers aren't new. Like this is not a oh my god, what are they doing? This guy's only pitching an inning. What should we do? Like you've been facing mm-hmm. openers for how long now? Four years. Well, they uh, you know they were they're crafty. Where that's why. That's why. Uh, that's why Pete goes like this. You know, we're we're spying on them out in the bullpen third three hours before the game, so we have this inside info that Manaya is not going to pitch. Except he does. <laughs> you know, we have this inside. We have this inside info. It's, we're, we're spying on everybody. And, and by the way, so, so DraftKings put out. You know, their DraftKings had Manaya as the likely innings eater for the night for the mm-hmm. Giants. Apparently, so like. Uh-huh. Draft probably whoever DraftKings spies are, <laughs> maybe the Twins should poach those guys to work for the front office. Oh, I don't know. You know they were in such a panic in the first inning, though. Were you guys watching the first inning last night when Over gave up those runs? Mm. Pete forgot to cover his mouth when he first got out there. He, no. he, he talked to him for like eight seconds before we went. Oh my God! They might be telling me these secrets. <laughs> they might be learning that I just told them to throw strikes. You know, we uh, we got to uh, we got to cover our mouth. Whispering Pete, that's what I call him now. That's my nickname. <laughs> Whispering Pete. I can't wait to get down of there and write a column below and the hell out of that cover in the mouth. I, I think, oh, God, what a drives me crazy. Uh, we we may know. have jinxed Bailey Ober on the show yesterday. We did we our did. State of the Twins episode, and we led the show with – 
Hey, Bailey Ober. Oh, he did battle his tail off a little bit last night. He time. did battle his tail off. But, but uh, ba- Bailey Ober is the first homegrown, drafted, or international, you know, young free agent signing, viable starting pitcher <laughs> produced in seven years. Uh, is that true? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, and I will, you know, he was awful in first inning, and he admitted. I, I saw he had a great quote. He says, if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't walk those first two guys. Oh, okay, thank you. But uh, <laughs> but he did, you know, he did come back. And, but I don't think they got another hit off him, right? Or did they get one more hit? They only, they only had five hits. Yeah. Uh, the, um, unfortunately, the Twins only had four. But uh, – Shock of the day, though, Buxton in the lineup, wasn't it? I don't think any of us thought we'd see Buxton in the lineup last night. Here, I got it. I got it. Here's this is what's driving me crazy. Let's, you know, they started the season with using the same batting order like three times, right? It was now, now we got Gallo leading off, and then he's hitting seventh. Let's have a batting order. Let's have a batting order. Let's have Julian lead off. Because he gets on base all the time, right? Now you might set him back, and then when Polanco comes back, fine. But have him lead off. I guess we'll. I don't know about Correa. Maybe, maybe he's got to hit Polanco. You know, I I don't know who hits second. But let's have a batting. Buxton hits third. That Buxton hits third. So maybe Correa has to hit second, even though he took one right down the middle of the plate for strike three again yesterday. But let's have a batting order, you morons! You just move everybody all around. <laughs> That's, uh, this is where you know, I used to make fun of Gardy for, for being very fixated on the batting order. So yes. much so that when Joe Maurer's out, we don't move better hitters up. We just put Mike Redmond third, and the other mm-hmm. eight guys stay in there. Delman Young had like 100 RBIs in the seven spot one year yes, before right. the month of September. And yeah. Gardy was like, nope, this is our batting order. This is the way that we do it. By the way, do you see how many RBIs Buxton has? Twelve. Yeah. He's got eight homers and twelve RBIs. What yeah. the heck? Come on! I mean, I, impossible. You know, it is. It's uh, this is just a bad lineup. They, uh, I, I, I added it up myself, so this could be wrong. But in forty-eight games, they've had sixteen games. They've had two runs or less. That's thirty-three uh, percent of the time, two runs or less. Zero, one, or two. Twice. Yeah, they have some outbursts that kind of help them. Yeah, they're, that, they're, they're like eleventh in runs scored. Per game, yep. but it's, they've had a couple big double-digit outbursts. And yeah. same thing uh, with uh, who, who uh, was it Kansas City? Where didn't they have like the 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 run differential wasn't Cubs. nearly what it should be, or, or the Cubs? The Cubs it wasn't because they they had uh, they had an eleven and one record in five one game five run games. <laughs> you know that's why they had it, but the rest of the time they lose all the. Uh, they lose all the uh, close games, so I, I it's, I, uh, you know, who's who's going to chase them? That's uh, somebody's got to chase them, and uh, but Man. This, I mean the tiger, I mean, are the tigers in second place? Right <laughs> yes, now? right. But the whiteys, the whiteys have won three or four in a row, so the whiteys, you know, they're only they're ten games under five hundred, which is makes you a contender in this division. By the way, Tampa's back. I want to I want to congratulate the Tampa fans. <laughs> Toronto was there last night. They're thirty-five and fourteen, under nine thousand. They had uh, eight, there you go. Eight, eighty-five. They're back. They're 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 back. They they came over and watched the Yankees and they had twenty-eight, thirty-two thousand or something. But they're back now. Tarps back up. 
Yeah, oh God, yes. Just they, put those tarps all over the upper deck. Yeah, right. They're going to put them out on the first deck. Eight, eighty-five hundred to watch that mm-hmm. team, and they won again last night. So, isn't there a group? 40. Aren't we? Isn't there a group about to buy? What's the situation there? They might be rescued by someone, right? Uh, I haven't seen that, but uh, you know that the same the Sternberg in the same outfit is the, the the has owned them forever. I think the guy over in uh, I think the hockey guy would. Uh, I, I, you know, they wouldn't mind having a ballpark down there next to that city he's building with the with the uh, with the hockey arena and stuff. Although you, I don't think there's enough land down there to build a ballpark. But uh, so the latest, yeah, this is from two days ago. I, I love the Athletic does this. This is great. Uh, this story is from it's by Ken Rosenthal and Chandler Rome. Okay, so I'm assuming Chandler. No disrespect is the Rays writer for the Athletic, but the, the, the Athletic will do that. Where it's Ken Rosenthal reporting with. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just put, like, the local guy on the byline. Uh, at a time when the Rays appear closer than ever to com- to uh, completing their 15-year quest for a new ballpark, their options are only multiplying. At least one local businessman is trying to buy the franchise, according to sources. Uh, they at would least look to one local. Do we name him or not? Uh, the local buyer is Dan Doyle Jr., CEO of, of Dex Imaging, D-E-X Imaging, a okay. Tampa-based company that professes to be the nation's largest independent provider of office technology with a local touch. Ooh, you got to have that local touch. But they're looking yeah. to build a $1.2 billion <laughs> ballpark in St. Petersburg or Tampa. So, mm-hmm. so wow. it's Tampa. So we might wow. get the, the someone might save the Rays, and then someone someone is going to say, "Well, the the A's are going to move to Vegas." So, mm. and then you're going to have. Here's the deal, though. Then then you're going to screw up you get new owners right and then they're gonna then they're gonna be a high a guy pays a million bucks he thinks he got billion but dollars he's got thinks he's got it figured out right he'll start interfering with this whole operation they have that allows them to win with a 60 million dollar payroll he'll screw it all up and they'll be terrible again when they get into their new ballpark that's my prediction unless they'll draw unless they keep this same collection of uh of uh, people, you know, they got to get somewhere over on the side of town that, uh, you know, you can get there from I-4. That's what they need, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. They'll draw fans, though, Pat. So so they'll suck, but at least for like mm-hmm. two years, they'll draw fans. Yes. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, the what makes them great is that they, they're in a terrible ballpark and nobody goes to the games and somehow they keep winning. I don't figure it out. It's an, it's a, it's extremely strange to say the least. Hey, How about the NBA playoffs, fellas? We're going to, if tonight, if uh, the Miami finishes off the, we don't give a damn anymore Celtics, uh, there'll be nine days before they play, before they, yeah, uh, they, Thursday, they don't play June first. June. They do not change the date because of sweeps. <laughs> They don't play. Uh, they they won't play till June first. Is that sweeps thing is still a thing? Is it still a thing? Is what? that why they do it? I, I know it used to be the sweeps, but they didn't. Oh no, play no, I'm, say, I'm saying we're going to get a oh, sweep. Because of a sweeps, sweep. not May sweeps. There might be May sweeps too. I don't know. Yeah, they sure. might be May sweeps, but uh, or, but uh, you know they're not like they used to be. You know where they uh, you know. We gotta we gotta hold that two share, damn it! <laughs> you know, you everybody's Mark Smart. Apparently, I just saw this sort of secondhand uh, via you know some quote graphic on social media. But apparently, Marcus Smart, as they were getting throttled again by Jimmy yes. Butler and a bunch of undrafted guys, 
He said, we beat y'all last year, so quit. <laughs> We're good. We beat you okay. last year, so why don't you guys calm down? How do you uh, think but, on the on the Western Conference side, Pat, Tim Connolly, on one hand, built the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. and they're about to win a championship. On the other hand, he left the Denver Nuggets, and mm-hmm. now he here he is watching this play out. If you're it, would the amount of money that he's making from the Timberwolves cover up the regret that you feel leaving the Nuggets for the there. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, no, it probably doesn't, especially when you could, you could, you could go to Washington now after winning the championship. He could have gotten that job. Uh, I got to say, the Joker has got to be the Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. He's unbelievable. God, is he good? He Mm -hmm. was, I mean, because he can, you know, the game's tied. And they're covering everybody, and he throws in some three that just go, whoosh, whoosh. you know. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. fl- he flips it over his head, they go, whop. <laughs> you know, he's un- he is unbelievable. What is it? He beat Wilt's record for triple doubles. Uh, eight, eight of them are winning the playoffs. Yeah, uh, he's, he's averaging a triple double. Oh, his assists are. He's a he's a seven foot point guard. It's unbelievable. He's the greatest passer that ever lived. And he it's renders a, a guy like Anthony Davis. You, 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 Anthony Davis looks like a high school kid. Mm-hmm. Just like he can't figure out how to get his shot. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of amazing. What in Carl Anthony Towns? You put these skilled big men around Jokic, and they just they get smoked every single time. LeBron had more points in this postseason than he's ever had. Did you read that? He wow. had more points than he's ever had in a in a postseason. And, uh, That's got to be up least, to like a certain least, point, at, though. At that, up to a certain point, yeah. And, uh, you know, but did you see the end of it? I really? was shocked that he wasn't whining about getting fouled on the last yeah, play. Yeah, he just kind of went the, back. He left the court. He left the court. He did not, he did not whine about it. Uh, you know why he didn't whine very, about it? He, he, in the first half, he scored 31 points. He played every single minute of that game last night. And he and and they had a double digit lead, and he came to the realization. I'll bet after, and it wasn't a foul, by the way. It was a really good mm-hmm. defensive play. Yeah, they, they, and he they, probably they, came to the realization that boy, I could whine about this, but if we have to do this, okay. So then I go, we go to overtime, and then, do it again, <laughs> and then we have to do it again three more times. Yeah, we're, this. <laughs> we we got to go to Denver and get beat by twenty. We're not, we don't bother. So uh, yeah. yeah, but it's uh, you just watch Jokic, and you say this this cannot be a seven foot. Man, that's huge. He just he's just amazing. And you know, I had no trouble with Embiid winning the MVP until I watched Jokic a lot in the play in the playoffs and yeah. said, you know, there's no comparison. I mean, Embiid is very good, great, but this guy's a different different planet. He's fantastic. Yeah. Second so, round pick too, right? Yes. 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 And I I believe I, I saw this morning the pick before him. Glenn Robinson the third to the Timberwolves. That's oh, good. okay. You mean we might have had a chance to take the next guy? Bloodlines. I did it. No, they were, I, they were scouting the bloodlines. Yep. Like I did. I did a thing about uh, you know before before Anthony uh, maybe five years ago. How except when they had the first draft choice, they always took the wrong guy. <laughs> and but it did the the law the rule was it had to be within two picks. Of the guy they took, in other words, it, well, you couldn't just pick out some guy who was a great player that they didn't take him. It had to be, it had to be a guy right there. So it was, you know, like flip trading 
to get Shabazz and the other guy when he could have had C.J. McCollum, you know, with yeah. the ninth pick. Like, they they Jamal always Murray. took Jamal Murray is one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tibbs, that's forget forget everything else he did. Forget the Butler trade. Not not taking Jamal Murray instead of Chris Dunn because I think the I think it's now in the, the verdict's now in. Jamal Murray's better than Chris Dunn. I think we've uh, I think we I think we've determined. Just wait. I think he was playing in China. I think he was playing in China the other day uh, last year for a while. Chris maybe he'll be teammates with D'Lo in China next D'Lo. year. It'll be great. Well, st- maybe he'll get a statue. Doesn't uh, Steph's got a statue, right? Steph's got a statue. Yes. Yep. He does. Yeah. Steph did very well. Yep. So. God, I miss. God, that guy was great. He was so screwy. He was just the weirdest guy ever. Steph. Yeah, Steph, we're paying you the maximum we can pay you. We can't pay you anymore. It's against the rules for us to pay you anymore. I don't care. I want as much as Kevin's getting. <laughs> we, we can't do it. It's The NBA won't allow it. That's okay. I want to be traded if you don't pay me as much as him. They could not get through that thick cranium of his, and that, and he, you know, he was, he was okay for a couple of years after he got out of here, but then he was just went in the tank early. So he was fun, though. Well, Pat, speaking of thick craniums, we got to send Judd out to OTAs here, so we do have to say goodbye. Yep. But uh, oh, OTA, our OTAs have well, started well, today. Today is the first day. How long no. they last? No, t- today is our, our first day of access. There's nine of them through early June. Okay. Yesterday now, was the first one. Do we have mini camp then, or we already do that? Oh, no, two days of, I think, June 12th or 13th. Okay. All right. Mini well, uh, mm-hmm. you have a good time out there. I'm rooting for you. That's good. I'll All text right. you. I'll text you highlights. Bye. Okay, good. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Royce and Shane presented by the Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Pick your power. Head to the lodge. The Power Lodge. So now through... Saturday, May 27th, you can find the boater pontoon that's just right for you in your next Remember When family moment. It's the Power Lodge and Miller Marine Memorial Day weekend sale. So uh, stop in Saturday, pick out your pontoon, hook it up, drive, maybe drive it home for the weekend and finish out uh, Memorial Day weekend on the water. PowerLodge.com, MillerMarine.com. All right, we got to go.